0: All right, welcome, listeners. Before we get started, I just have a little bit of a brief announcement in in terms to our our podcast crew. You know, so one of our hosts are they're not going to be on the show anymore, and, and that, that's Darrell. Um, and having a good, good discussion with him, and rightfully so, right now, his commitments to be with his family and work, and we all respect that. So he's he's welcome back anytime. We would love to have him uh for that we're gonna be changing our name I mean, instead of having the five dads it'll be four so before dads uh not that much of a unique change but some we're rolling with uh so we're excited that uh what we have for the year for you and we just hope you enjoy guys alex yes sir keandre yes you know what time it is are you ready for bad dad joke i'm ready ready all right this is season two so it gets a little bit uh a little dirty just letting you know all right so here we go here we go here we go what do you call a horny cow i don't know beef jerky baby (laughs) (laughs) welcome to season two of the five dives podcast and we are very excited I am ashamed of myself. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and sorry for the bad dad joke. <laughs> Let's get into the episode, guys.
1: Yes, sir. Welcome to the that
2: Podcast.
0: Welcome, everybody, to the podcast season two. My name is Vince, and our other host is going to be Key Andre and Alex. We're going to clip Tyler in as well, too, so he joins the podcast. Uh, from there, we just want you to hit that subscribe button, you know, give us a, a, a listen. And we also want you to write us as well, too, at 4 at gmail.com. We have an Instagram page. We have a Facebook page. And we're gonna be on YouTube. So for that, I am gonna introduce the hosts, the two hosts here that we got on the line. We got our brother from another mother, Mr. Alex Dallas, and also our other brother, Mr. Keandre. What's up, guys? What's going Woo! on? Woo! <laughs> What's going on, guys? What's going on? Not much, not much. We're we're gonna be having fun this season. It's a lot of cool topics that you know we we got parsed out that I'm excited to dive into. How was your breaks? How was, how was the winter break?
1: Busy, let me tell you busy I had Sick kids, every, every day, every week It's not new It's not
2: new What about you, Kendrick? I think it was unnecessary I think unnecessary. it was unnecessary Yeah Kids had three weeks of school off Three weeks
1: In California? Three weeks No, no. Three weeks? We had like, what, one, right? One
0: week? Yeah, something like that Like one Three something. weeks Man. Three weeks People doesn't want to teach That's probably what it was No, I'm just kidding <laughs> I talked to
2: some moms, and they mm-hmm. were saying, like, these damn teachers. I was like, damn, that's aggressive. <laughs> that's so I was like, <laughs> <laughs> we used to love teachers. You're right? Not no more. <laughs> really. like, I hate these damn teachers. Yep. I
0: was like, and well, of, course, I of course, Alex, he is doing his civic duty right there. We got the uh, little baby in the background, you know, the, the third one. Gaga and Google, in. Aww. So you got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah, man, my little sick babies all right all right so so let's go ahead and let's just hit it off uh right off the bat we are going to talk about our struggles we also got a new topic that we want to discuss to you and i will talk tell you about it guys after our first one but for now let's go ahead and get into the struggles of the week who wants to go first
1: i can go first
0: go ahead so
1: you know i've been talking about just sick babies you know what i mean like my daughter she's she, you know about about to be six months she got uh she had fevers like 100 300 four, for like four or five days straight Coming to find out she has a UTI. I'm like, damn, a six-month UTI is wild. And then now, now my one-year-old, he's sick. We just came from the doctor today. They talk about he got pneumonia. I'm like, damn. So yeah. between giving her antibiotics, we got about to get the uh, middle child antibiotics, the big ones in school. But what really when I really struggled the last few days, I went to go change my little daughter, Maya, put her on the tin table, looked away for a second, she rolled off. Slipped, slipped off.
0: Oh my god. No, nah. she
1: bang, bro. I put her back up on a bounce. It was crazy. It was she alright. No, she does. Right. but bro. it broke my heart, yeah. bro.
0: Yeah, of course. Of course, as a dad. I mean, you try to try and you know, your your heart out, you know, be there and, and try to do something and everything like that. And something like that occurs. But you know what I mean? Stuff happens. Stuff happens. Sorry, hey
1: he's, he's, he's all over my life. Put him Axel. on put him he's on, the, say video. Hi. Put him say on the video. Put him on the Papa.
0: Axel. Sick boy. For those who are listening and Alex got his uh his other little baby on the line. Axel, the middle child, right?
1: Yeah, the middle child. About yes, sir. Now. what's yeah. up, buddy? What's Say hi, up? buddy. Say hi. Say hi. <laughs> He's like, I'm good.
0: Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Axel, go
1: take your papa. Go get your mm-hmm.
0: papa. Here. All right, Keandre, coming to you. Which you guy's a struggle?
2: Oh, no. Honestly, my struggles, my struggles are like every day, a different thing. <laughs> the, like the boys, like, I guess you could say for the week, they got to stop like fighting each other.
0: Yeah. Also, <laughs> Because one always I'm... gets
2: hurt. One always gets hurt and the other one cries and the other one feels bad for hurting his brother. Mm-hmm. And then they, and then they fight over something. And when one pushes the other one, the other one will punch the other one. And then I yell at both of them. And then now they're like, we want to play together. We miss each other. <laughs> I'm like, why were y'all fighting in the first place then?
0: Right. Because you hey, separate that's...
2: them, right? You separate them because they're fighting. Okay, now right. you go play over here. You go play over here.
0: Right? And Now they want to play.
2: Then they're like, can I go play with my brother? I'm like, you were just <laughs> uh, fighting. And now you guys want to play with each other.
0: Right. And now it's I'm sublime. like,
2: okay, well, go play with them then.
0: Stop fighting. Yeah yeah a sibling love right there I can't tell you how many times I've gotten the fights with my sister. She's two years older than me we get fisticuffs <laughs> yeah that's not hey.
2: a, that's not a lie
0: no 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 you know all about it too look Kyrie, hey, yeah so my so my struggle um, my son he's actually going through a, a sleep regression and it is dra- driving me up a wall hey, you uh, uh, just just to say the least. Um, I know he he woke up last night probably around like, you know, like six or seven times and he was put down, but then I wanna say within that four to five hour window, he just kept waking us up, kept waking us up, kept waking us up. And then he really didn't go to sleep till like three or four in the morning. So then when you do that and you gotta wake up, you know, at six thirty, six forty five to get ready for work, you feel like a damn zombie. So
3: so that's where I am at.
0: My man Tyler.
3: Hey, man, uh, you got any struggles that you want to cover? Yeah, man. Um, My kids are getting older, clap, clap to successful parenting. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Uh, My youngest son, Titus, is now able to walk. Um, Another clap, clap for parenting. Clap, clap. Uh, um, And so with that comes uh, the immediate struggle of trying to keep him safe. Uh, And it's not safe from stairs, it's not safe It's not safe from, you know, the dog or doors or corners of tables. It's safe from his brother. Uh, His brother is um, extremely excited about the fact that he now has somebody that he can tackle, jump on, (laughs) um, race, uh, all of these things against and with. And so uh, while I thought the overwatch of parenting really happened when he was an infant and trying to make sure that nothing occurs, you know, babies don't fall off a surface or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, The real uh, challenge has begun. And I feel like I am an all pro lineman now, uh, which makes me appreciate them that much more uh, as a quarterback, (laughs) um, because I am blocking all day, every day. Uh, And the times where I don't, I feel terrible because my quarterback got sacked. I.e., um, Titus is on the floor somewhere, crying because he was just tackled by this uh, Ray Lewis of a toddler. Um, <laughs>
0: oh, we we are going. We're going through two, <laughs> two, two two things about that is, um, has your oldest been snatching toys away from him? Oh yeah, he's yeah. a tyrant.
3: You can't not, share it, not, yeah, he's a tyrant.
0: Yeah. Got it. Now for the second part of that. When you buy your youngest a toy, now it's the oldest one,
3: taking it away and just taking it from... The yeah, we've the learned choice. that lesson too. Great questions. Uh, yeah. Now we have to buy two of everything. Uh, we've already come to that conclusion. There is no buy Titus something and buy Junior something. It doesn't work like that. If Junior sees Titus playing with something, that's his toy too. So the only way around that is to buy two of the same toy and then he loses interest. So- <laughs> we, we are on the...
0: Uh... Uh, on the negative part of us getting together with our oldest, having our youngest, and then in the fact our older saying, like, oh, I can share toys with him. Taking right. his toys and then saying, why don't you share back? Saying no. So we, we just got to deal with it. Got yeah. to gotta, gotta eat that. <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's a little bit different because it's a girl and a boy. So we bought yeah, the nah. toys because it's kind of like you want to, I don't want to say play into those bias, but you still want to you know, have them different. So that, that's funny, man. Sorry. Well, I'm praying for you. Hope things uh, get better. I appreciate it. going <laughs> to sign you to a seven-year, multi-year uh, contract. All yeah. Post-
3: <laughs> yeah, we also need CTE scans on the regular. <laughs> <laughs> New and updated equipment. There you go. There you go.
0: For you out there who are listening to us, please help us too, because we are dad struggling, and we need y'all's input as well, uh, for sure. Absolutely, for sure. So... From there, we are going to do a new topic. You know, for us, this is called, you know, this or that. And what you might know it or recall is it's more so would you rather. So who wants to go first? Is it you, Alex? Is it you, Keandre? Which one? Which one do you want to go first and take this? Alex. All right. Alex Alex is up. All right. Alex, simple question. Rapid fire. Got to give me an answer. I would it. All right. Would you rather live in a room filled with mosquitoes or filled with rats?
1: Mosquitoes, bro. Why? Why? Because I'm scared as shit of rats. Bro. <laughs> uh, bro. You see that? <laughs> All day. Uh, bro. I, can the, uh, you know? I can repel the mosquitoes, you know? I can the mosquitoes.
3: I can walk around no
1: rat, bro. <laughs> All
0: right. Keandre, coming to you. All right. Would you rather have no knees or no elbows? <laughs> Wow! Wow! Come on! Wow!
2: Couldn't do none of this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd be walking like this, with my hands straight, like no. Nope. Uh, what
0: you got? to You got? You got? Give me the answer. Let's go.
2: No elbows. No elbows. No elbows. <laughs> because I I can't be I can't be walking like this. <laughs> uh, no knees. You be walking on stilts like. At least I could just keep my hands inside my shirt and just be like. (laughs) Right. All
0: right. Let's take uh, one more for extra credit. Who wants to take it? Actually, I'll give it to you both. How about that? All right. There we go. Starting with you, Alex. Would you rather owe your ex money or owe the bank money? All right. Oh.
1: All right. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Kia, come to ah, you. Same question.
0: Depends ah. on what X. Nope. Your, your last X. How about that?
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, I rather I rather the bank.
1: Honestly, <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. You know? All right. I mean, the bank. I got more money. I get it. I get it. I <laughs> I ain't trying to have
2: them call me. I want to give them the number.
0: There you go. There you go. All right. And that is our new topic. We'll be hitting that every every episode. So hope you liked it. All right. Moving on to the main topic here. we got the main topic. Uh, we got interracial relationships. I feel like this is a good one. All right. Here, here we go. Uh, it's very rewarding to love someone who is different from you in terms of race, culture, identity, religion, and more. When we're opening with each other. We can bar- broaden each other's perspectives, approach the world in different ways, and even find that there's a connection in our differences. Unfortunately, interracial relationships can still experience difficulties at times by virtue of the fact that racism exists in our society on a deep level. Ideally, love should have no bounds in this regard. However, in reality, other people may harbor negativity or judgment about an interracial couple partners in an interracial relationship must take on these issues together while maintaining empathy and support for each other's experience. Now question to the group, being an inter- interracial relationship, since we all are in an interracial, interracial relationships right now, right? It comes down to its own set standards and stigma, right? How does some of these stigma issues affect you and your spouse? And what about your kids?
1: You know, I never really, I never really even look at it like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess when it comes to my kids, I guess when it comes to my kids in their future, you know, seeing that, you know, they're, they're half Hispanic, half white. Uh, yeah. They have Hispanic names. Uh... They all have Hispanic names, basically. So it's like on paper, you know, are they going to get the same opportunity as maybe my wife did with mm-hmm. not having my, you know, my last name? Um so that, that, right. that's, that's my biggest fear, you know, in the future. It may be it's not so much me, but my situation, you know, like my worries for them, because you know, right. as kids they don't they don't see colors, you know what I'm saying? They don't they don't see none of that. So I mean the reality is it's always gonna be there. And um
0: Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Keandra, what about too, yourself? Man. What do you think?
2: You know, um it makes me think about this uh time period where my kids were noticing how dark I was compared yep. to how light their mom is. Right. Um, and it was just like, uh, they would call me uh chocolate and they would call mommy peach or they'd say daddy's Brown and mommy's peach. <laughs> <laughs> um, they would say like a lot of uh, stuff to, but this was like three or four. And I just think that, uh, Maybe in my situation, um, there's such a big difference in um shades, you know, skin tone from my side and from my wife's mm-hmm. side. And then even the boys are are darker than my wife already. Right. You know, and they're seven, eight years old. So they they obviously know how light their mom is. Right?
0: right? But ah. Now, how about on your family, it's, Keandre? Like, is there any like sticklers and stuff like that that you may get just sort of the fact that you have someone who's a different race to you and having those conversations with members of your family? Does that come up in kind of like a negative way or anything like that?
2: And that's a stigma for like. Uh,
0: I'm not So sure let's what say, you, sure you know, like- um, for example, I'll give you one for me. You know, uh, I'm dating a, a white woman and my kids are half black and half white right i swear my family thinks that i cannot cook or we eat in the house with unseasoned chicken i'm just letting you know (laughs) Uh, i'm 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 convinced you know Uh, and i i don't know if like little things like that that lingers with you and uh, they may feel the same way that's what i'm getting at or like little things in, in that nature, that may you may not think about, just may just add up, you know, not necessarily
2: because, um, my, uh, my wife is mm-hmm. Hispanic, so sometimes I've grew up around Hispanics, so I don't think my family has also grew up around them, too, so I don't think there was really anything like, um specific that they thought was going on or something like that but nobody ever says anything really and i don't think a lot of my family knows like this is like a different like part of the country over here and uh as far as like what (laughs) i'm doing over here they think i'm like over here just like (laughs) surfing and
0: stuff (laughs) alex what about
2: you yeah, like hey, to about be. you
0: with the, that question, you know. I know, like you have, uh, you know, Puerto Rican and white, like you just said. From there, is there any other of those like stigmas and stuff that may relate to your family? That you know, but
1: I don't know. I mean, besides the last name, because if you look at all my kids, they're all pretty. They're all you know more more light skinned than I am. You know what I'm saying? So I don't. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I guess. I guess. Like I said, I'm, I never really saw it as an issue.
0: Uh, for me um I don't know if it's more predominant because I am super dark and my wife is like you know white and stuff like that, so we have mixed kids um but I also you know, I know we touched upon this in season season one as well too uh if you haven't go listen, go check that out but uh <laughs> i I know we got into a point where we may talk about examples of like going in public places or anything like that and going shopping with your kids. And it's a surprise that I'm with my kids doing things right. Because of those stigmas of, you know, those, you know, uh, minority fathers not being around or um, being uncomfortable in certain situations. Cause you're in an interracial relationship that you may go somewhere that's predominantly white. And, you know, you may feel like the only one in the room. But I know that my wife may feel that same way as well, too. She's going to different areas with predominantly black, you know. So it's kind of like it's things to to get over, um, I feel like. And especially, I don't know, it kind of harbors on the kids because I know it's the same conversation. It seems like Keandre that we had as well, where it's getting to the point where my daughter knows that I'm darker than my wife. So. She asks the questions like, why are you dark and why is she light? And you're just like, well, that's a hard one to explain. Do you really want to know the entire history? Or do you want the short answer? You know, <laughs> it takes so much to explain that. Exactly. So and those are those like that. hard questions that you just can't, can't, uh, can't explain at times. But not only with the the physical look, but also the culture is what can get you know caught up as well, too, if we really think about it because you know my wife's family they do things a certain way my side of the family does something completely different a lot of the times and how do you like merge together those those gaps right another example is dinners like you know like my wife was like say for like thanksgiving dinner they're more like a sit down dinner everyone come you all sit at dinner you all eat and stuff like that there um my, my yeah, very formal. My family is like, yo, very just come in, whatever. <laughs> you know, like exactly. Yeah, come right. in, come get a plate. And right, stuff, that's how, that's how we are. And yeah, it yeah, kind of yeah. like it affects you know us in a different way because it can rough some feathers. But uh, that, that's all. So, Mister Tyler, coming to you for your opinion in regards to this interracial uh, business when it comes to our spouses and our. Our, our children go ahead and have the floor you got the
3: floor <laughs> yeah I mean honestly you all made really good points um and a lot of them definitely I grew up around especially being in Connecticut uh with most of with all of you so um there's definitely a a, a region uh a regional thing like Keandre talked about um there uh but if I dive right in uh I really my mother my mother raised us um with to see no color like another like keandre mentioned and alex mentioned as well like no color that's just how you're being raised at this point right um you know but i didn't really notice again until my adult life uh till i till i got to college and i went to an historically black college and i was in an interracial relationship at the time um and i heard over and over again you know and i didn't even know this was a thing until you got to the south but in the south really doesn't play that game you know so i didn't know i didn't know this was a thing but i heard white meat costs extra you know and i was like (laughs) i was like what the fuck's that supposed to mean?" right like what, what are you even saying white white meat costs extra you know and it's just that stigma that's associated with being with a white woman and that, you know, you've got so much more to lose as a black male, you know, so I, the stigmas didn't, the stigmas didn't exist to me till till I became an adult. So, I mean, even now they don't weigh too much on the way that I parent my children. Uh, I choose to, at this point, try not to influence color because it's not like, what's the point, right? At this point, um, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm, the, I mean, being the only dad who's not in an interracial relationship, you know, my right. kids by nature just see uh, what the um, majority is. You know, they right. just see the culture that they're supposed to dive into. They just see, um, you know, all of the, the nuances that I guess we want them to catch as black children because they're around black parents, black families, just, it is what it is, you know. But, you know, you guys, after go, after hearing everyone speak, you know uh there are so many other details in there that um you know need to be discussed like uh you know vince you mentioned scenarios uh where you know you've got scenarios with one family when it comes to dinner and then scenarios with another family when it comes to thanksgiving dinner you know and uh i'm thinking to myself well dang Great questions that you guys ask. How do you get like? How do you get around that? How do you explain that? You know, and what do you do? And I feel like it's just what you're doing. You know, you you include the kids in both environments so that they feel comfortable. I feel like something that all of us being from Connecticut and all being colored from Connecticut uh, Mm enhance is that I feel like we are all chameleons in every environment. Right. Because you know whether we like it or not, the majority of what we saw was. You know, Caucasian or you know, even in some cases Spanish people. You know, mm-hmm. it, 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 the majority wasn't usually black people. Right. You know, so when you mentioned Vince, that you know, it wasn't like you were choosing. It was just like you saw something that you liked and you went after it. You know, and that right. you had to deal with what the family, the little family snickers in the background. Exactly, um, you know, we're not we're, we're not thinking about that shit, but we hear it in the background, like right. this dude so and so. You know, and it's not because again we're seeing like oh this is this color. It's just because that, that's attractive, and that's what I got in my area of West Hartford, Connecticut. So this is what you got. This is what you got. Right. You know? Right.
0: Um, right. And it's it's kind of you know interesting that you brought the fact and how you had went to an um, HBCU down south because of the fact that you you hear that that typical line of yes you may have some overt you know changes from the south than you would have in covert and hidden in the north. And that's a kind of like a prime example, right? So, uh, of you talking even from the family dynamic or, you know, the the that southern dynamic of saying like, hey, you know, this this may cost you extra or something like that. But being (laughs) in the it it will it'll be like, Hey, you know, oh your Mm date never but you don't explain why. So it's kinda like you that that covert, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. type status. So yeah. Bring
3: up good points. Yeah. I mean another thing it, it really, you know, helped uh you know teach me uh, you know, so that I can be a more effective parent is that while my mother and everybody taught me to see no color, I at this point think that's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, um no, tell me about my color. Tell me right. about my history. Tell me about my background because I need that. You know, it right. empowered me as an individual and as a parent, you know, now because I can definitely teach that color is not important. You know right. and that it's not the, the most deciding factor when it comes to being a parent but i don't i need to teach that it exists because we've been taught and instructed for so long that it's not important when it is right you know um and and that's just kind of how it's how, how it's like you know dabbled into how it's dribbled into my into my parenting you know um i like to say that obviously again being the one that's not in a, in an interracial relationship. I like to say that again. I am also from the same type where I don't see color. I just picked and choose what what you know felt comfortable with, to me. But I will also say that you know being at an HBCU kind of highlighted some things that were important to me. So maybe it became more of a focus as Correct. an adult. You know, and that's again something that I can teach my kids where it doesn't need to be. the the front and center, but maybe something that you do consider, you know, whereas I know in our upbringing, you know, we weren't considering that when it came to the people that we were talking to, we were just like, hey you know you look good you know, <laughs> it, i look good you yeah, look good is, just make some things it is, happen it is what it yeah. is so it's a great point i would love to dive back into it again one conversation with our wives present to see what they say mm-hmm. uh, i think that's definitely a topic that we oh can, it's on the table It's on the table. Yeah, that, we can, <laughs> that we can tackle um but before i let before i let it go that the topic go again i heard i heard what everybody had to say and i just i, I love hearing it from so many different backgrounds um, Vince, you are not allowed to cook the chicken anymore, unfortunately. It's just what comes with the territory. I know that you can do it, but you're just not going to be the first draft pick. I'm going to come oh, to the pumpkin uh, pie, though. You're going to have that shit on lock. You know what I'm saying? But, but, you know, that, you um,
0: I'm the Brock Purdy of the family <laughs> yeah, exactly, right now, yeah. Mr.
3: Irrelevant. <laughs> exactly. When it comes to chicken, you have now been dagged Mr. Irrelevant. But it's it's okay because we see Mr. Irrelevant can still do great things. 49ers you know, <laughs> still c- in this thing. You know? <laughs> come see me,
0: watch me put that work in.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, and with keandre you know mentioning that you know a lot of people that he grew up around all those hispanic families and stuff like that like yeah we're i'm in the same boat you know so um i i notice i do notice those those differences the same way that uh you know the world does but i think as a whole we're all doing a great job of trying to have our kids see past those colors in those guidelines, but I'm, I am interested to hear what our, our listening people think on this topic, because, um, region plays a, a part and, you know, I'm in the South and it's a big deal, but, um, you know, we've gotten past the point as a culture where it's supposed to be like the most deciding thing, but it's still front and center. So give me, give us your thoughts, people on, on how we can how we can continue to raise our kids, uh, in a, in a way that, you know they they see color but it's not the most important thing uh and Vince, great topic again for sure. like, like always for sure thanks thanks for jumping in
0: anything uh y'all want to add or no i'll open it up to the group
2: um maybe i just uh i think that like sometimes i have people have thought like i could do something that i couldn't do you know or people like i hate mm-hmm. going places where not that it's a it's a stigma like a black stigma but it's like people think I can just do <laughs> stuff that Black people do, right? Or I like it, and I hate to I hate to say that sometimes I do like it, right. or sometimes I can do right. it. But you, know, right. you just can't expect me to know how to do right. it. You don't even ask me. <laughs> That's like I know, for instance, um, mm-hmm. um, my wife doesn't speak Spanish, but like her dad knows Spanish, her you know, and her grandma knows Spanish. So it was like she wasn't just taught Spanish, but she doesn't know it. But right, when somebody comes right. up and tries to talk to her in Spanish, because she looks like she should know Spanish. <laughs> and then they're like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, I'm
1: she's
0: like, like oh, come I don't, on, don't
2: speak bro. Spanish. <laughs> they look at her like,
1: Yeah, I get that. I get that all the time. Sorry. Yeah, I think
0: you brought up a good I point because you're talking about more of um, that stuff being also in part of your own race, right? You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: yeah and like society we like their stigmas and when they see you they expect you to be a certain way or like like for instance um i think it's more like because of the black stigma if you don't if, you're, if your wife isn't black right then right it's feel more like it's detrimental like, to, um,
0: detrimental to the culture what's or wrong with like you or like, it, you know
2: like, i'm like dang yeah or something right. but i didn't even grow up I never even thought of it like that until I was an adult, and then, like, yeah, was it like that when I was younger well, too?
0: Like, you know, I, I don't know. I I feel like, like you weird. know from a, a early age, um, myself, I just dated anybody I like. I didn't necessarily met you know, like you know, what race they were and stuff like that. But you do get like some type of backhand in the comments from the family members and stuff like that. Like, oh, you date her, huh? Oh, you got jungle fever, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of like well you know i just like who i like man not- <laughs> you know but why do, we, why do we why do we have to go there so i don't know yeah. I, I feel you inclusion take away love who you love doesn't matter does not matter who it is be there for your kids as a dad and a parent also a mom too The quote of
2: the episode is The greatest mark of a father is how he treats his children when no one is
0: looking. Slow cap. Slow cap there. Slow class. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. I like that. So, like so that. and with that, season two, episode one, there's a close. Thank you, guys. Guys, uh whoever's listening, hit that subscribe button, please. Y'all missing out. Come check us out. Hit that dot even though Alex is saying it right there. We love you. We'll see you again in episode two. Later.